Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And today, we are taking on a question about the made-to-measure leggings class. It has to do with, with like, body measurements and proportions and drafting. And we – it's not a – In reality. In reality. Um, it's not a super common thing, but, like, I've gotten it – I think with like right when we launched the leggings class, I'm not going to name names because I haven't asked people for their permission. So uh, I, maybe I should have. Someone was making leggings for their husband. Yeah. And um, he's going to fall into like this category number one that we're going to cover. Uh, and then um, someone else, uh, right when we launched the class, had the had the category two problem. And then recently. Um, someone else's message in. So I don't think it's super common, but, you know, you could end up making leggings for someone that has, you know, one of these two, like, body proportions, and so it'll just be helpful for you. So um, what I want you to envision as you're listening to the podcast is a kind of generic leggings pattern. So if you've never cut one out, if you've never if you've never seen one, okay, um, which I bet a lot of our people have. I bet a lot of our people have bought a leggings pattern before. You know, I would think. Yeah. I would think, but maybe not. Um, but what it looks like or is even a pants pattern. Yeah, a pants pattern. Well, I guess it's because it's like all one. Right, you're saying you that know, there's it's no all, side yeah, seam. there's no side seam, right. right? So what a, what the leggings pattern is like? What you get from our class, and if you buy like a super basic pair of leggings, it's really just one pattern piece. Right. Unless they, like, include a waistband. Right. Um, and then some of them will have, like, a crotch gusset or something like that. Right. Well, all the modifications, if we put a yeah. pocket down a seam line or and whatever. And then we've, blah, blah, we've blah, shown blah. you how to put a side and seam in and a blog post. We, we, you know. we showed you how to make them joggers and that. Yeah. So, like, you know. but the most right. basic legging pattern is basically a 2D version of what fabric looks like when it's wrapped around half your waist and all of one leg. Right? Like yep. half your torso, sort of like if you cut your body in half up right. the center, you know, um, that's what it looks like. So it's kind of a, at the very top is your waist. It's like half of your waist. And then it kind of comes down and flares out to what your thigh is. Right. And then continues to narrow down to the knee and the ankle. Okay. So that's what a leggings pattern looks like. And for the vast majority of people who follow the made-to-measure leggings class, just according to feedback, this all works out just fine. Right. Okay. And, you know, one of the reasons it does work out is we're using stretchy fabric. That's right. That's okay. right. Because and these are uh-huh. pull-on pants. They're stretchy. It's So we tell you to use, right, like at least 50%. Do we tell you to use more than that? Oh, okay, it's in the class. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a time. lot of stretch. And we, we say right. like this. So we're very straightforward. This drafting method, it's not for like woven fabric. It no. is not for that. You know, it is for in, in vertical stretch too, not just it's like it's always like a stretch. layer of skin. Yes, always stretch. Um, the special thing, the thing we want to cover for both body proportion uh, situations is how we have you draft the pattern. We don't put a lot of negative ease into these leggings. Negative ease means making the garment smaller than your body 
so that then when it goes onto your body, the fabric must stretch to go onto right. your body, which um, in a – if you think about like a compression garment, that's like a, a lot of negative ease right. and a very stable fabric, okay? Uh, one problem with a garment having a lot of negative ease is if it has a pattern on it, like like a printed pattern. Right. Um, I think Casey made those avocado leggings. You know, she said, oh, the avocados are the same size no matter if they're on my That's thigh right. or on my ankle because we're not distorting the fabric right. we're, by overstretching it. We're not making it. one size fits all. We're making yeah. the size that fits your body. It's that's your right. size. That's right. That's, that's what size it is, your size. Um, so that's important. So another, like, uh-huh. example of negative ease, I, I think if no one really understands this, is say is like a an elastic waistband. Uh-huh. Okay? So that elastic waistband is going to be smaller than your waist, more than likely, to fit properly. It Because it has to hold the pants up. Right. Right? Right. So, you know, it stretches way beyond what your, maybe your waist Actually measurement is. is. But... Because you've got to get it up over your hips or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and, and around your And waist. elastic is stretchy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but in order to hold it there, it needs to be snug. So, for instance, if I make an elastic waistband for somebody, I usually take out, like, two inches. So, yeah. like, if your waist was 30, I would make it 28. 28. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, that's sort of my rule, and it works, I would say, 99.5% of the time. Um so that's negative ease. It it is something to create a fit. Yeah, it's right. a, it's valid. It's right. it's like okay, you know, right. to use and everything. So the reason that we don't use it a ton in our class is because uh, percentages can start to get tricky. Right. And then we have you um, put the elastic for the waistband around your waist mm-hmm. and decide the comfort. So somebody who uh, likes a real snug fit around their waist, might choose to make it tighter than someone who wants right. a loser fit. Um, someone who's got a very firm middle might not want as much negative ease as someone who's got a softer middle. Um, or for different um, applications or occasions, right. when I'm doing a bunch of jumping jacks, I'm okay with the elastic being a bit tighter than That's when right. I'm like lounging around the house, you know. So so when, you, when you're drafting the M2M, leggings the made to measure leggings there is sort of a faux negative ease what we do is we don't add seam any allowance. seam allowance yeah. and our seam allowance is a quarter of an inch yeah so you take off an inch right which i'm 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 telling you if you measured yourself the next day yeah it does <laughs> it's, it's, it's minimal. You might not have i mean any. honestly when right. we were doing it it was sort of like you know it's made out of a of a knit Right. We use this quarter inch seam allowance. I mean, even if you used a three eighths, right. if you wanted to or whatever, if we ask for so much stretch in the fabric, it's not going to be. So it's an inch around the waist since you have two seams right. coming together, and it's half inch around the thigh. That's right. Um, okay, so that's that's just another note, sort of qualifier before we start. So now we want to talk about uh, situation number one, and this would be a. Uh, so I don't, I don't know how to state if this is like a large ratio or a small ratio. <laughs> it's like no ratio. Well, like, yeah, it's it's like, it's like okay, it's your, it's that your waist, right? Uh, half of your waist actually is larger. Half of your waist measurement. Yeah, half of your waist measurement is larger than your thigh. So the full, 
full body, body measurement. Yep. So we talked about how this is half your body. You get right. a whole leg on one half of your body, but you only get half your waist on right. one half of your body. So the person who messaged in about this, I can't remember what her exact measurements were, but the, but what I have here is a good example. So her waist was like 44, let's say, and her thigh was 20. Well, half of 44 is 22. Which is greater than, than 20. 20. Which generally, it's less. Yeah, like on, on a lot of people. Or, clo- or, clo- or clothes. Sometimes it be like almost the same. Yeah, sometimes it can be really similar. Almost. Yeah. So the, the problem here, and it's not a problem with like a body, it's a problem with like our drafting method. Right. Um, and I hope to get this published so that if people run into this, they can, you know, use this. Okay, so the problem here is you can't get a crotch curve. You can't flare out the crotch curve to the thigh point because the waist is larger than the thigh. Right. So there's since we talked about the situation with you know how we don't put a bunch of negative ease in, what I advised her to do was to make the waist measurement for her pattern smaller than you know the half waist measurement smaller right. than the thigh. So in order to get that, she would take away like I don't know five six inches, five or six inches away from forty four is like a little over ten percent. Right. It's not a ton of negative ease. It is probably less negative ease right. than you'd get in a generic legging pattern. Exactly. And like the size, the legging pattern that this person would have chosen from a generic, mm-hmm. you know, if they just bought. I mean, if they bought the quick sew right. legging pattern, they would have had to choose. They would have been like, okay, this is either going to fit right. my waist and be baggy on my thigh, right. or it's, you know, this, that, or the other thing. So, And then they would have probably wound up unhappy. Well, <laughs> I would say taking fabric out of the waist. There you go. Out of the, you know, what would be have been the, you know, center front and center back. Seam. Yeah, seam. seam right. to, get it, to get had, it to fit their waist. Well, to get it to stay up. Mm-hmm. Like it might fit, right? Sort of, you know. But to, to stay up and be practical and be able to walk and bend over and your pants not fall off, right? You know, or or just scooch down or do the plumber butt thing or whatever. Exactly. Right. So so and you know she's gonna get her with our measuring method and everything. She's gonna get the full credit for whatever size bum and whatever size belly right. she has. So we don't have all of that plumber's crack rolling down. Stuff that gets annoying, right? Um, so that's really nice. So the reason it's okay to do this, and it's like, well, why would you tell me to do that? You said you don't put negative ease, blah, 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 blah. Right. Is it's going to be okay, and it's how we're going to get uh, something that's sewable. Also, and it will. It's going to fit. It, it will keep your pants up. Yeah, it's going to look nice. Because what, what happens is when you have this straight measurement, mm-hmm. and all kinds of bodies wind up with a straight measurement, whether you're a teeny-weeny body or a medium body or a larger body or whatever, you may wind up with this straight measurement. You may be lumpy or not lumpy, but right. you still wind up with a straight measurement. That will sort of pull your pants down. You really do need the waist to be a little bit smaller. Yeah, so this will only help with the fit. It's not right. It's not going to distort if, if anything. If you've ever bought ready-to-wear, like, like really cheap, one size fits 50 million people well, pair, yeah, right, right, or whatever. They will be straight. There's a documentary about those, you know? Yeah, I know. <laughs> you mean the... Okay. Yeah, uh, okay. anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> but anyway, what I'm saying is 
They're like a tube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. like a tube, yeah. and mm-hmm. they put a, a seam in for the legs. It, and it's, they it's, make them so stretchy. Yes. That your, you know, avocado or your Eiffel Tower or whatever right. gets really distorted. It's really big on your butt. On your and butt. And then there's a really little bitty one down at your ankle. Little one at your ankle, yeah. Exactly. Well, and what <laughs> happens is they wear out. Yeah. The seams wear out. You know, they pull. People actually, like, you're poked stretching them to po- get on. People actually poked their hands through these. Okay, like oh, my fingers went through when Big I was pulling surprise. on my pants. Well, that's what happens because there wasn't really enough fabric there. Right. But you could get it on your body the first time you tried <laughs> them on. Right. That's right. Right. Okay, so that is. It's a little hard to visualize, and if you're like wondering if you fall into this category, just you know, measure your thigh, measure your waist, and you know. Then take half your waist and see if they're, you know, the same. So if, if your half waist ends up being bigger than your thigh, this is the direction you take. Right. You're gonna you're gonna shave down the waist a bit. You don't need a real I would even say if it's the same if it turns out. So if I have yeah, a twenty inch thigh and, and a forty inch waist, waist, I might want to like make my waist pretend it's like a thirty six. Yeah, that would yeah. be I think I think uh I think that would be fine. Yeah. I'd maybe maybe try to keep it under twenty percent. So we Yeah, we, I think ten percent yeah, probably would work most of the time. Ten to fifteen. What we yeah. don't want, probably, I mean somebody could yeah. want this. What we're probably not wanting here is looseness in the thigh. Right. We don't want the thigh to get bigger because we're like making these workout leggings. I mean, you know, we use leggings sometimes as undergarments or something. So we yes. want that tight fitting thigh. Um and I think we've addressed this too in the past that if you want more compressive leggings or you're just comfortable with a tighter fit, you can decrease those horizontal right. measurements. Keep your vertical ones the same. You can decrease those a little bit if you're wanting to, like, tighten well, things up a little bit. Well, and we've also had people with a bigger thigh. Or not oh. a bigger thigh, but a, what, what we call a generous calf, right? Yes, yes, a bigger calf. Right. That's, yeah. Now he has a very generous calf. I, have a generous, I would say I have a generous my calf. My calf is so generous. That's right. It's so generous. So she has a very big calf muscle. I have, I, I mean, I have a substantial calf muscle. But sometimes Mallory needs to skinny up, like, around the knee a little bit or something, or around the ankle, even though if she wants this fit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, I, I had to do that on the tights. And it's, it's like when a leg is really, really shapely. Yeah. I think Lauren Durr also did that, like, on her initial. Yeah. Um leggings pattern and that's why that's why when you're drafting this and then you make your muslin Mm -hmm. right that we say practice fabric yep practice fabric you know you may not get to wear these out in public you know they may be your pajama pants or whatever right um i also want to talk about just that may go outside the purview of like our conversation about this but like if this person uh with the the larger waist to smaller thigh measurement was making a woven pair of pants it almost, like, when they were choosing pattern size, I'd say just go with your waist and your hip. And it doesn't matter because with wovens, it's okay if it kind of just falls. You you can't make a woven skin tight. You won't well, be able to move. there's ease in it. Yeah, there's ease. Yeah. There's a side seam, mm-hmm. okay, too. So you could. There's a zipper. There's all sorts of stuff, <laughs> you know. closure of some sort. So with, yeah, with a woven, and I'm going to, I don't know, because sometimes people try and apply some of the principles of the M2M class to woven pants, and sometimes they work, and sometimes they work for some people. Right. And so I just want to say that if I were in this situation where I had the larger 
um, waist and the smaller thigh, I would just be like, well, it's just going to fall down from my waist and you know right. go straight down. And I'll be cool and, and it'll be fine. What, that's what I like my wovens to yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. Right. And even if you made like a pair of skinny jeans, okay, that were a little tighter, still you'd probably be okay. You make skinny jeans out of stretch denim, right? right. You know, so, Okay. So that is scenario one, number one, where the half waist ends up being larger than the thigh. And we're going to take a break, come back, and talk about scenario number two, which is the opposite. ZD, what's your favorite way to measure yourself? With my easy check tape measure. So tell me a little bit about this. It's the only way to measure myself, I why, think. Why is it so magical? Well, because there's a slide on it. Uh-huh. You actually snap one end of the tape measure into the back of the slide, and then you fit it to the measurement, and then you can unsnap, and the slide remains on the place that you've measured. So if you're trying to measure your arm, right, or your underbust, right, or your or thigh, your head. or your head, oh yeah, the head, right. definitely. Well, <laughs> and you know, measuring yourself is one thing, but even measuring somebody else, what it does is it marks the spot, basically, where the measurement is, and so if I'm, and this happens to you, that you're measuring somebody and they start talking to you and you're like, was that 21 or 23? Oh, my gosh. Right. And where with this, you know, it, it, the slide has marked it. I also have heard feedback from customers who say, I am sending this to my daughter or, you know, so that she can measure my grandchildren That's and it will right. be accurate. Right. Right? Well, we've actually had trainers, too, yep. that, that bought these, you know, for their customers or they themselves use it for their customers or it was a male trainer and a female client. Uh, he right. didn't have to put his hands on the person right. or whatever. Also, this tape measure, when you use it with a snap, it's impossible to work from the wrong side. That's the other thing. Yeah. I was going to say, you can't measure from the 60 end. You have to measure from, from the, the zero, one end. From the zero, zero end. Yes. Right. right. And I said 60, but... Um, you know, it also has the millimeters on the other side, too. So yeah. you, you've got... Um, you have imperial, imperial and you have metric. Metric, uh, right. And so the easy check tape measure makes it very simple when you are trying to measure yourself uh, and you just don't want to be fumbling around. Well, and I think... You know, the thing is, don't order one. Because if somebody sees it, a husband or right? a daughter or just a friend, I mean, honestly, at Christmas time, I would put this, like, in almost everybody's stocking stuffer. And I think it's a great thing to, like, send away to college with people, things like that. Where Fabulous. Where you, you want yeah. something measured. Well, if you're interested in your own easy check tape measure, you can see a video on how it works at SoHere.com slash tape measure. And you can check it out for yourself. So, so, sewing out loud. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. And we're back. All right, so... This situation is the opposite, and it's a little bit more of a judgment call, I think. Um, 
I don't have exact numbers around this. <laughs> so, but we, we did. We just remember this happening. Yeah, and we It did. was one somebody who was very athletic and had like, very developed thighs. Very, yeah. Quads. Huge, huge quads. <laughs> I, I, well, I, and it's not just, so I was thinking about this, you right. know, it's not just large quads sort of compared to the general population, but then it is that the waist was so small. Right. Um, right. Compared to the quads. So we were getting, so instead of getting like a funnel shape um, mm-hmm. with the waist larger than the thigh, now we're getting this like very, uh, extreme trapezoid shape yeah sort of. almost um, like an arrow yeah <laughs> an arrow hat or something and what happens then when you go to draw your crotch curve okay is that you get this really long straight line yeah it's it's not j- a j right. it's it's like you know right kind of turns into a tail uh, yeah it's it's like really yeah. really long and it's accurate Okay, it is right, the measurement right, of the right, thigh. Right, right. It is just like in the first scenario, right. right? It was accurate. That was the measurement of the waist. That was the measurement of the thigh. Um, we did a blog post to supplement the class called For Whom the Crotch Curves. Because in the class, you we drafted the leggings for you. And you sort of had like a short crotch curve. I guess, and people were like, what if mine's longer? Mm-hmm. And they weren't doing as deep of a crotch curve as they should have. Right. They were getting extra. Were leaving fabric. Mm-hmm. They, they were, yeah. That's our, that's kind of our biggest troubleshooting thing is like people leaving too much fabric on the crotch you curve. You know, the reason the crotch curve, and this goes along with a, a, a sleeve cap or whatever, it's because it's free-handed. Yeah, yeah. Okay? There is no real... Pythagorean theory application, like I mean, even you if you—it's not really geometry. Even if you, everything's a little different there. Yeah, and and then in the you know metric pattern drafting for women by right. Winifred Aldrich or Aldrich, I don't know. She'll even on those um, sleeve caps right. and on these crotch curves, she'll have you do. A line out, um, like at a forty-five degree angle, out from the ninety-degree angle, and be like, okay, well, here's a quarter inch. So try to then have your curve intersect that, and even with that, you can still nope. be yeah. different yeah. depending on how you draw. No matter what, right. you know, it right. can. And then whatever, if you're plugging it into some kind of, um, you know, pattern drafting software that draws those lines for right. you, well, they've written an algorithm, and they could have chosen to make the algorithm. A little different. Right. And it's their algorithm. It, it yep. has nothing to do with, like, true science. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's okay. That's, once again, like ZD said, why you make a muslin. The other thing is with the leggings, we tell you to get pretty J-like. Yeah. And it's okay because the fabric's so stretchy. Right. And, you know, I have drafted enough leggings patterns for different people at this point in time uh-huh. that I can freehand a curve and it almost, I like... I have like a eighty nine percent. Yeah, I was gonna. Nah, you know. I put you higher. I oh, put really? you higher. I mean, yeah, I'm. Yeah. It, I. It's like I can look at the pace, person's body, and I'm like, hmm. hmm. Oh, their butt's yeah, low. Their butt's round, high. Round butt, you know, high butt. <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's, 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 it's it's really. I mean, you know, I'm truly judging their butt shape. This is and their belly shape. Yep. There's a belly shape too. Button belly. Involved. This is the area where oh, I don't even get into like tinfoil crotches and all that but like this is where people are like why does this look like this on leggings and it looks so different on pants it's because right. of the stretchy fabric right. everyone well and the other you thing know. that bothers me again about pants and or leggings and uh-huh. the crotch curve is we buy these 
you know, from the big companies or even the indie companies. And we have this vision in our head of how a crotch curve looks. Yeah. And it doesn't always really, that's not always what really fits us. That's that's right. Okay. Because that's right. With, with being able to freehand draw these curves. Yeah. Okay. I have went, oh, she is just the opposite of her. Like her butt is her belly and her belly is her butt. Like that's how different people can be. Well, you and know. you see this when you look at the uh, – there's so many blog posts out there about, like, full belly adjustment right. or or um, or small butt adjustment mm-hmm. or whatever. And then you're like, okay, well, we're just altering the same sort well, of, and, and, you, you know, know parts you of the pattern. If you think about bellies, uh-huh. okay, bellies can be high, bellies can be yes. low. They're just almost the opposite of butt. They're, 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 you know, the flip side of a butt. Yeah, yeah. Because a butt, butt can be, like, high, I low. don't have a high belly. Uh-huh. I have like a low belly, like yeah. it's it's down around my pelvis, mark. Like, like okay, when I'm like in my underwear, I'm like I have a butt, and then sort of like my crotch curve, I'm like I don't really <laughs> have a butt. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I don't I don't know that that's kind of irrelevant, but yeah, like well, and, and then there's that body dysmorphia going on because you're looking yeah, at yourself. Yeah. Then you're like, what's going on here? You know. <laughs> and then you know, I had a, I had an idea. <laughs> I'm not gonna follow through with this, everyone. So just heads up. <laughs> Oh, no. I had an idea about like taking a picture of myself in some kind of undergarment and then like putting on whatever the Jenny trousers yeah, made yeah. Measure, and be like, this is what my belly looks like, you know, in these naked as possible or whatever. And then this is what my belly looks like in these. So right. you can see it. Right. Um, and just so you could know, you know, what some someone looks like. And I don't want to like put pressure on anybody else to like do that. But sometimes... Uh, you wonder, you're like, okay, so does that person have a belly like me? Does that person have a butt like me? How's that going to look on my butt? How's right. that going to look on my belly? And then you can just get into your perfectionism. Okay, so let's get back to this. Um, <laughs> let's get back to this situation. And there's a lesson you don't want to remember. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so let's let's get back um, to the lar- larger thigh to smaller waist ratio. Yep. Okay. However, that's working. So if if your thigh ends up looking a lot larger than your waist and it's just so long and you're like my my curve is is I'm getting a big point when I put these leggings put, together right, when I so, sew them together. Right. Absolutely. That's okay. what happens. A tail, you get a tail. Yeah, you get a tail. Just on the inside of your crotch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're getting that, we're going to do just the exact opposite of what we did for the larger waist to smaller right. thigh. We're going to put in 10, 15% negative ease to your thigh. To your thigh. You're going to be fine. You're going to, you know, it's still going to fit you because of the nature of the fabric we recommend. Right. And you're going to get a a little bit more manageable pattern shape. When I say pattern shape, I mean like, uh, you know, the sewing pattern shape. And it's going to, it's going to stitch together better for you. and here, since we, since we talked about the pineapples or the avocados on your pants and, you know, you don't particularly want them to look one size on your butt and another size on your leg. Mm-hmm. That might not be the exact right fabric you want. Yeah. So when you're picking out the fabric, you might sort of take that into consideration. Or take something like maybe that's pineapple that's not so obvious, you know. Yeah. You can have pineapples, maybe just not certain ones, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so Yeah, no, sometimes right. it's like, this is just not the fabric for this use case or whatever so you 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 were speaking of patterns like the word pattern and you said sewing pattern or pattern on you know we say pattern we talk about 
the actual design on the fabric has a pattern. Yeah. So I have a I have a new dog. Okay, and she's Brindle. I don't know if everybody knows what Brindle is, but it's sort of the tiger stripey look, right? Yeah, yeah. And she has got a very, very distinctive tiger stripe, and it's very bold, and you know, it's 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 really quite pretty and quite striking. And this one guy, see Matt, her, mom's dog's really pretty. And, and this one, at least her coat is. <laughs> she she actually has an underbite and some crooked front teeth. Oh but, no! Uh, are you gonna, ta- are you gonna ta- get her braces? I, I my you know, your dad said, "What do we do about that?" And I go, "Save up for orthodontia." I was gonna say you've so, done it for for kids, right? Right. right. So anyway, this, uh, these guys drive up in a golf cart with the marina, and they're like, "Oh, that dog, that dog is really pretty." Blah 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 blah. blah. And the one guy goes. I really like her print. And we've heard, I like her pattern. I like her print. Oh, so yeah. it's it's funny, you know, on a dog, I would say, I like her coat, which is also no, there, not a double meaning. I've, I've actually, <laughs> for some reason, been thinking about that, ex- that exact, like, using words for different things. My kids, I think it's because my kids are like, right. their vocabularies are expanding. And I can't remember exactly what I was thinking about. But yeah, like the word... We've talked about this before, the word trim and trim. So right. trim can mean like to cut or trim can mean to decorate, right. you know. Or trim uh, can be the shape. Uh, yeah, right, right. exactly. Um, so, yeah. It's, so, in, yeah, it's just. And I'm like, can we like make up some new words? I, I, like I, I, like, I, I, like I German think, people, they're always like combined, like making up a new word. That, like, <laughs> you know, for this dog's coat, they're saying, you know, pattern, print, design. They're actually using those words. You know, yeah, and I yeah, know yeah. what they mean. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's just not the word like I would probably use commonly. Sure, sure. No, it absolutely. But it, we we do say that all the time. Oh, look how cute her print is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I would ever. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I would say print, just because I think of printing as like something a human. I would did say markings. Too. Markings. I would say markings. Even though, so I wouldn't say print, but I'd say markings. Yes. So why do I? Why do you differentiate? Yeah, my rationale. It's probably because of what I said when you were growing up. Exactly, exactly. You know, I read something in a book. I think it's called The Math Gene. And it was about how stripes and spots are on different animals uh-huh. and how they're uh, how they develop in the womb. I'm gonna have to see if I can find something that I can share about it. It was really interesting. It's like you get stripes on larger parts of the body and like yes. shorter yes. spots on smaller yes. parts of the body and stuff. So anyway, so with this particular dog, <laughs> we did do DNA. Yeah, yeah, and we did the DNA. The gene for color of the coat somehow is shared with the black and the brindle or that like they told us she they knew she was black or brindle oh okay yeah so it's kind of cool oh no all that stuff's real weird yeah i mean fun and cool they also said she had the low shed gene and i think that they were wrong oh is she shedding well she is shedding a lot lower than anybody else but yeah okay so this just goes to show you and this is good for me because I get so worried. I'm like, okay, we released this leggings class, and it better work for everybody, you know. Yeah. And uh, gosh darn it! And you know, there there are exceptions to every rule, and it's okay. And we can help troubleshoot these things, and um, everyone can have amazing leggings. You know, I I, I think <laughs> about that, and when I think about that, oh, you know, I did this pattern. We're not drafting it right. It's not going to fit everybody. And then I think about trying to buy shoes. Well, sure. I'm like, they made these shoes. I, there's like two pairs of shoes in the world that work for me you know okay I, I mean i have got to learn that i can't wear chacos okay 
Because yeah. my husband's obsessed and you want, with, and he, I really he want to. And you're right. Yeah, he's chocos, 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 trying right. to find like a waterproof sandal, like a water, I mean, right. waterproof is the right word, but like a sandal I can get wet. Right. And so I bought the ones with water the toe. durable or whatever. Yeah, I bought the ones with yeah. the toe strap. Well, my instep is so high for yeah. my foot, I can't tighten chocos in oh, my size. Oh, no. So yeah. there's no slack. Like right, I right. watch him and he pulls four inches of slack. <laughs> and so it's not, it, and so I bought like a seven and a half or a seven with the ones where you pull the slack uh, with the toe right. thing. And then we went to Glacier National Park and they were selling Chacos at the store and it was like a different style. You got all turned off. And I was like, I'm going to try and get the smaller size because I don't have to take as much slack because right, right. I really think I need like a six and a half and I'm wearing an eight and some other brand, you know, whatever. And I just, I just think I've got to get over it and not buy chocos. I think that I have gotten over it and I know they're not right for my like, foot. There's like two or three brands that are good on my foot. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I need to start there. Now if I saw something that really I really thought turned me on, you know, I I'd probably try it on. But there are like three or four brands and their foot you know, their foot model thing, whatever, mannequin. Works for you. Yes. Their shape, last. Whatever, it's called whatever. a last. Yes. Yeah, it's called a last. It is called God knows that. why. I, I got to look that say, up. You know what I don't that know is. what that is. Yeah. I was going to say, I was going to say, if I don't, um, I Russell does. Yeah, Russell. There right, you go. Right. Russell, though. But I was like, I just need to stick with these manufacturers and know that whatever I have to pay or whatever it is, this is, you know, maybe well, maybe I'll only get one pair of shoes, think, shoes a year, but that's it. I think I may have decided that I actually don't like sandals. Is oh, that weird? Yeah. So I we went, I'm very careful with sandals too. When we went to Glacier yeah. National Park, I'm like, I'm not wearing freaking sandals to hike up this thing. Derek, wear, once again, Derek right. would wear chacos every day of the year if he could. He got married in chacos. He got married in chacos to me. Got married to me in chacos. <laughs> Because and that's the only person he's married so far. That we know of. I mean, I don't yeah, know, uh, whatever. Come come up with on the dateline. Who knows? Donahue special. Yeah. Who knows? Okay, so so I was like, I don't like to wear sand like I want to protect my feet um a lot of the time. Oh, you man, know, I am like right where you are. Do not do not bang up my feet. Yeah, I'm like, I don't want to stub my toe. No. I don't want to, like, oh, Derek's feet look disgusting at the end of the day. Okay, um, also, I don't want them bitten up. Yeah, I don't, exactly. I have had, I have had. So we went I to. Had, you know, bites on my yes, feet. Yes, absolutely. I totally agree. So we went to Glacier National Park, and we were going to go kayaking. Okay, and we did on Lake McDonald. So beautiful. And. We got the kayak, and I was like, oh, I'm wearing these. I'm wearing tennis shoes and, and socks. Right. Like, am I going to get these wetter? You know what I did? I took them off, and I was got in the kayak. And then, like, when we got back on shore, I just, like, dried my feet a little bit. And uh, I was fine. And I was like, well, I did A-OK doing water sports in my socks Well, and so my you – wear, You wear the water shoes that are all enclosed. My paddle shoes yeah. are – Basically, like, like a cross trainer shoe, but they put holes in them and make fabric okay. so the water drains out. And then if I'm outside being uh, pretty and just, I don't know what, like yeah, in I'll the summer, then, well, then I wear like a ballet flat. Right. Or you want to show off? I don't know. You know I guess I don't show off my toes. I feel like I have to like take really nice care of my toenails and paint them okay. and stuff. I had a Facebook friend who would like at the beginning of the summer be like oh you people out there do something with your toes if you're going to show them to people and I was like, every, I was like years well, of, of seeing this person I was like this must really I bother them. Admit, I have seen people with like 
what I would call unkept feet. <laughs> yeah, it happens. They're like dirty. It and ha- I'm like, you should be hiding those. Like Derek. I shouldn't maybe. have to look at those. Well, his feet don't look bad. <laughs> no, it's only bad. when you take off the chocolate. But then there was that also the that lady that was trimming her toenails in the doctor's office in the waiting room. Oh. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. Man. And everybody's like, I would have said this. I would have said that. And I'm like, she might have come after me with, with those the clippers. nail clippers. Yeah. yeah. yeah and was, they weren't I, nail clippers. They were toenail clippers. Toenail cl- those I was like, this is disgusting. <laughs> like, this is just, and I mean, they were like bouncing. You could hear them hitting, oh, you know. God. And I was like, Ew, Mom. is this what Ew. she does all the time? I don't know. It's just like. Hey. Got I fit. mean, there's a total different thing if you have, like, broken a nail and you pull out a file to get off the rough edge. You yeah. know, that's a totally different thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. We hope this helps. And that, uh, that was for your listening pleasure. Yeah. Those, those, those little, those little tangents feet, there. Those foot stories. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, let us know if you have any questions. ZD, take it away. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com.